Hey, it's Fei Wu, creator of the Phase World podcast and marketing services. And you're listening to a new mini series on Phase World called How to Freelance for Independent Creators. In this series, we speak to the tactics of working as a freelancer from health insurance to taxes, incorporation, but also the human side of things such as marketing, negotiation, downtime, or burnout. All inside a bite sized mini series. Each episode is 15 minutes or less. Hey guys, this is Faye again, and thank you so much for listening to another episode of How to Freelance. Last week, I talked to you guys about what you can and should freelance for. So, this week, I want to get right into where to promote your services and how to get and secure these clients. Now, I teased out some of the information last week related to, you know, for example, you can post your services on freelancer.com or upwork.com, but there are a bunch of other things you can really do to hone in on securing and really promoting your services and securing the clients you want and not just any clients. So let's start with LinkedIn. If you're not on LinkedIn, please consider joining this professional network. It's not perfect, but it could do you good when it comes to professional networking. So you're not just on social media. So, what I mean by that is consider updating your about section on LinkedIn. I know many of you guys are there already. So, consider updating your about section. Also, experience the experience section for your current title and the description of what you've been up to. The skills and endorsement. Section, honestly, not very helpful. I don't think I've ever recall anyone、uh, reading that section or taking it too seriously. You know, you have a lot of these random connections who don't really know anything about you to upvote your work as a project manager or a designer. And recruiters and other people, including clients, really know that. So it doesn't really add as much value. Now, LinkedIn. Is an easy thing to do, but,、um, you know, do include your email somewhere. And I do recommend doing that maybe in the about section so people can contact you directly in addition to using LinkedIn direct messages. So, okay, the third thing, consider publishing articles on LinkedIn. You can repurpose the ones from your website if you're a regular blogger.、Um, if you don't have a blog or a website, consider the, consider yourself in the areas where you're seen, perhaps as an expert, as someone who really has someone, something to say. So consider publishing articles. They can be very short or can be very in depth. It's totally up to you. Then turn on career interest. When you're somewhat happy with your LinkedIn profile, turn on career interest and let recruiters know that you're open to receiving and hearing more about opportunities. Next is pick out 10 connections you're familiar with directly on LinkedIn. If you have those people's personal emails, you could also consider doing this through your regular emails. You know, these people are clients and colleagues and friends. Who know you well, somewhat well or really well, and let them know that you've started freelancing and now you're doing X. You know, be very clear about your services and what you hope to get. It doesn't have to be a very long message. The content should be scannable 
and ask for referrals, you know, in a very friendly way. You know, if you are not seeking services, if you guys are not hiring right now, uh, but if you know someone who is, please keep me in mind. That's all. So check out a email template I built on phaseworld.com forward slash freelance under this episode, and you'll be able to copy and paste and modify as you wish and leverage right away. The last thing I'll mention about LinkedIn is about what you shouldn't do is please, please do not spam people. We've all seen that. We've been there, seen that, and it's extremely annoying where you get these messages from the middle of nowhere telling you how you're doing wrong on your website, how you should consider different email marketing services, completely random. And, you know, you want to attract warm leads, warm leads meaning people who already know you. Next category is recruiters. Now we mentioned that you turn on recruiters and letting them know that, you know, you are looking for new opportunities. Uh, a lot of people, by the way, are concerned about recruiting's reach out, reaching out to them because there are good ones and not so good ones out there. I've included an article uh, for this blog post associated with this um, audio recording. And you can definitely check it out. There are a ton of resources on Google. Here's the thing. The good recruiters are worth developing a relationship with, even beyond your current job search. Keep in mind that the respect is mutual. When a recruiter isn't listening to your goals and your needs and simply respond with, hey, money isn't everything. Look, this opportunity is really cool. Uh, you will absolutely love it. Or when they force you to kind of lower your rate without understanding your offering, that to me is a red flag. Well, I have interacted with a number of recruiters over the course of my career and my freelance career. I actually haven't really needed one to help secure clients or projects for me. Okay, the next category is social media. Yes, social media can be a hit or a miss. And some people are very hesitant to post their job updates, for example, on Facebook and such. But, you know, don't be too shy either, because if they are your family, your friends, it's okay to let them know that you're looking to switch career or you're looking to begin a you know freelance career and people want to help. One thing is that you should remember to update your profile details. I want to use Instagram as an example. I've also included a few screenshots on my blog post for you to check out because when people search for, for example, career coaches on Instagram, and if career coaches is part of your profile name, you'll become much more searchable. So what I mean by that is instead of saying my profile name is Fei Wu, my first and last name, what I have done is Fei Wu, you can do a comma, you can do a divider, and but within that same line, you know, for me, I mentioned I'm also a podcaster and marketer in my profile name. Lastly is be mindful about what you post on social media. If you find it challenging to mix personal and professional posts, you could definitely consider opening up a new account. But as for me, I really don't mind mixing the two. And because also because I'm a full-time freelancer now, so it's quite okay for me to talk about my personal life and my professional life. And managing one account versus two is just that much easier. Okay, the next category, drum roll, is your website. So first, I want to acknowledge and address a question many people ask. Should I have a website? Look, it's not a requirement at the beginning, but soon you'll realize that this is an indispensable resource for you. And for the long run, it will be incredibly beneficial. Here's why. 
wherever you are currently, including LinkedIn, even though it's a great you know resource and people are already there, your colleagues, your clients are already there. But LinkedIn can also change anytime they want. They can remove certain features like they already have. You know, they can uh, reorganize how the sections are read, so the information are then dispersed into different sections without you knowing it. Sometimes, and you know, LinkedIn is one of the few "quote unquote" social media. I know it's、uh, professional social media. To allow you to download your contact information. So if you have two thousand contacts on LinkedIn, yes, you can download first last name, job role, email. All that's very nice. But let's move on to something else. Like Facebook won't even allow you to regain access. And these are your friends, but their interests, all the details related to their profile. Once you get in, get them in. You can't really get them out. It's kind of unfair, isn't it? So. You don't have control over any of these social media platforms. However, you do have a lot more control over your own website. I have another reason for you. As a freelancer, as a small business owner, the best way for you to develop your branding and how you want to message to your potential audience is to actually exercise that through building a website. Look, it's 2019. There are a lot of tools out there. I know WordPress has been around for a very long time, but for you guys, if you're not a designer or web developer and you want a lot of hands-off time, you don't want to worry about the website being up and running 24/7. Then I highly, highly recommend you consider one of the two options. The first one is Squarespace. I built FaceWorld.com using Squarespace. I switched over from WordPress and literally never looked back. And I build literally all my client websites. Using Squarespace, another competitor, also、uh, very well designed, easy to use and adapt, is Wix. W I X. You have heard these options, I'm sure, over and over again for everywhere else. But they're wonderful tools. And if you are、uh, looking to build your first website using Squarespace, I am currently developing a video on how to build one. Build a freelancer's website in under 30 minutes using Squarespace. So, if you're interested, please consider signing up for our newsletter, and we'll announce it as soon as it's ready.、Um, so, visit phaseworld.com/newsletter. I will also say that having a website shows and gives you that authority, and you can create as many or as few、uh, sections as you want. Quick note on how to structure your service section. So you're a freelancer now, and you want to do X, Y, and Z for your clients. You can actually practice how you write. Your service section. I will give you a template also via this blog post. But the general consensus is that you want to number one acknowledge the pain, acknowledge the pain that your client is going through, and then you offer your solutions. I recommend in bullet point format, making it very scannable. And please don't use industry jargons. Instead, focusing on plain English, writing the way that you will be talking, and be very authentic. Will yield much higher conversion rate, and guess what? To attract more people, what you want to do is offer them something without them asking. So consider, in your industry, write free eBooks, create a checklist, something very simple where you can offer tools and resources for people who stumble upon your website, and they will mega appreciate it. They might even sign up for your email list, and you can stay in touch with them that way. I'll tell you this. When I created the Simalaya course, which also I called the Reaching Billions course on FaceWorld, to help English-speaking podcasters launch their show on Simalaya, which is the biggest Chinese podcasting platform in China, with 530 million active users, I created the course 
It didn't really market it much at the beginning. There wasn't a lot of traction. And guess what? A year later, now I am getting regular requests to hire me as a consultant to help them market their show in China or to help them strategize what their show should be, you know, marketing to an Asian audience. If you're feeling stuck developing your website, if you want someone uh, to take over, have an all-in-one service and, and manage it well for you and design exactly the way that you want and have your services shine through, uh, please consider working with us. And uh, you can find us on faceworld.com forward slash services and web design and development certainly is one of them. And simply reach out to me, hello at faceworld.com. I would love to you know, have a chat, take a look and see how I can help. So now after we talked about website, I would just like to say, please consider to start an email list seriously. If you want to start an email list, and let's talk about the purpose of that. When you develop content on your website, even if the content isn't as good as you want it to be, even before you have these free eBooks and checklists, people might subscribe. And when they see free tools that they benefit from, they're even more likely to subscribe and give you their email addresses so that you can stay in touch. When you do, consider using ConvertKit where you can let people know that you're freelancing and let them know uh, that you want to share your journey. You can even offer up to answer questions for them because guess what? A lot of your connections may be working full-time right now and would like to consider transitioning into a freelance career later on. You don't even need to pay for a service, by the way. If you don't want to use ConvertKit, I believe their starting package is only $15 a month or something like that. You can even simply just reach out to people, email people, let them know what you're doing. And then if they agree to stay in touch with you and they want to learn more about your freelancing journey, you can simply put their contact information first, last name, email, and organize them in a Google Sheet. That will do the trick for now. Okay, so if you are a content creator already, then this will come to you more easily because you are more comfortable on camera, you practice in front of the mic, you know how to talk about other people as well as yourself, your own services. People are already discovering your work. So let's do this. Hey, podcasters, consider adding into your voice intro or mid-roll ads and let people know that you what you've been up to. Perhaps dedicate an episode to talk about, you know, that the fact that you're freelancing now and why you decided to freelance. And bloggers out there, generate content, create a banner on your website that's visible for people to know, you know, what's new with you and, you know, your freelance career. And that's very exciting. And YouTubers, talk about yourself as you transition into freelancing. It's great material. Your audience is interested in your channel um, because they're also interested in you. So, I hope you find this episode interesting. Again, I have a lot of toolkits, resources, and software that really helped me with my business and mentioned via this episode on faceworld.com forward slash freelance. If you're looking for something that we haven't talked about, simply reach out to me, hello at phaseworld.com. I'm all ears. I love talking about work, the freedom of your work. So let me know how I can contribute to your journey as a freelancer. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you choose to share this episode with your friends and family, those in need, and I will see you next week.
Thank you.